0: Welcome to today's episode. We're gonna be talking about energy vampires. This is a question I get asked fairly common on social media, especially Instagram. What an energy vampire is? How do you know if you're in a relationship with one or your boss is one or maybe you are one? I got that question in the question box this week. How do I know if I'm an energy vampire? So here are some examples of energy vampires. The energy vampire is the friend that only talks about themselves, The coworker that expects you to do everything. The manipulative or even emotionally abusive boyfriend or partner. Or the narcissistic parent. And ultimately, they think that you are the solution to their problem. So I want you to think about this for a second. Do you find yourself, commonly or constantly, Attracting people into your life who want fixing, want healing, need to be fixed. And the common thread of all these people is that they feed off of your energy. They take your power. And they do this to build themselves up, to stroke their own ego and for their own need for attention and affection. And energy vampires thrive on attention and can feel like they are sucking your energy. That's where that name comes from, the vampire. So as the empath, you may feel this person's pain or the need, the desire for help or the seeking of attention. And you're probably going to want to give it to them. You may even feel compelled to see them through the entire healing process to be there, holding the hand, going through the whole thing with them and being their support system, especially in intimate relationships. And when you try to pull away, that might provoke this energy vampire to hit you where it hurts the most and make you feel really guilty for creating strong boundaries, which can make you then succumb back into their bubble of neediness so it feels like sometimes you can't peel yourself away from this person you keep coming back because they hit you where it hurts and you ultimately want them to feel better you want to give the energy to them to help them feel better but It becomes a cycle that can be very toxic because you're not getting anything out of that relationship. You're just giving in that relationship. Another strange thing can happen and that is that you don't even realize this is happening. So sometimes you hang out with somebody and you're like okay yeah this person like completely drains me. Other times you don't even notice this really happening and maybe over time You do start to notice that for no apparent reason you do feel completely drained or exhausted or after being around this person. That can happen. Eventually, you'll have this like aha moment of like, hmm, yeah, okay, you're right. Whenever I hang out with Susie, I feel really drained. But you can go on and on and on in that cycle without even realizing this is happening for a long time as well. So you might go, hmm man, that brunch date with Monica was exhausting. But all we did was sit there and eat. And it's kind of confusing. And you're like, am I crazy? Why am I so tired after having a two-hour brunch date with Monica? (laughs) So the tricky thing is just to notice this, to notice that the people that you are around, if and when they are energy depleting for you, Many energy vampires are also narcissists, and in order to make themselves feel good, they prey off of your life force energy, your vitality, and this is simply because of their own insecurities, and they may not even know they are doing it, but it becomes like an addiction to them. So they think, I I feel crappy about myself, so I have to find someone else to make me feel good again instead of finding that within themselves. So you might go, oh my gosh, I do not want this person, these people in my life, but also be unconsciously attracting them as well. So in this example, You might be the overly kind, sweet woman who holds the door, asks everyone how they're doing and goes out of your way to make people feel good. You are a truly beautiful soul and there's nothing wrong with that. But your light, your lightness can be like a light bulb to the fly. They want what you have. And your natural inclination because you are a freaking beautiful soul is to help. And that is why boundaries are also so important. So if you are the empath without boundaries and you emit this light out into the world, it's like you are, can be, attracting in like a magnet, like the the light bulb to the fly, energy vampires. But if you are the strong, empowered empath with boundaries, then they don't get to enter. So this is why boundaries are so important when we talk about the relationship between empaths and narcissists, as well as empaths and energy vampires. Now, I'm not saying that you have to change your amazingness or your kindness or dim your light in any way in order to hide from people like this. Please do not hide. You do not need to hide. Instead, it is all about setting boundaries. So What does not solve this energetic conundrum between the empath and the energy vampire is the empath feeding into the victim cycle. And an example of that might be you you say, oh, so-and-so is such an energy vampire, poor me. I'm drained when I'm around them. I can't believe they would expect me to fix all of their problems. Because if you respond in that way, then you are also the victim. And so instead, we have to own our role in this equation. There's no energy vampire if there's not the, the, the person to prey on. So we, or you, if you feel like you might be someone who has energy vampires in your life, also play a role in this. And you will start to notice, as I have started to notice, that there's less of these vampiric, I don't know if that's a word, vampiric, vampiric people in your life when you have strong boundaries. It's like, oh, this isn't even a problem anymore. They're just gone. I don't attract them anymore. I have strong boundaries. So how do you go about creating the boundaries necessary to ward off these vampires? Well, you just put a line of salt around your bed at night. Just kidding. I feel like when we start to talk about vampires too much, it becomes like a witchy movie, which I love, but don't don't throw salt around your bedroom. Okay, but really, how do you create boundaries necessary to ward off the vampires? There are many things that you can do to make really big changes in your life if you feel like you are constantly the victim of energy vampires. So The first thing is simply self-reflection. So even just listening to this episode today, you're hopefully starting to think about and noticing the relationships in your life that feel draining The relationships that make you feel like you don't matter or that person makes it 100% about themselves or the person who is always wounded and needs help or the the person who dominates you in, in your life or expects you to do everything or is the narcissist or is very manipulative towards you. So scan your life. Take the inventory of the relationships that feel draining. And it can be any type of relationship. There's no qualifier there. So that first step is simply noticing it. Okay, this relationship is really not serving me. And that in itself allows you to take ownership over your part in that relationship and say okay but i'm also allowing this to happen in in some sense right like i'm either allowing myself to be treated this way or i am like letting this person like suck up my energy or i'm not putting down boundaries in order to protect my own energy and that first step of self-reflection is really important for all of these other steps you have to notice where this is showing up in your life And then we can start to take even more action steps. So the second thing we can do is daily cleansing. So this can be through rituals like saging yourself. I do prefer sage over Palo Santo for cleansing energy. You can take... Uh, Epsom salt baths, and that's a really good way to draw out any sort of energetic toxins from your body. You can use oils. Uh, Great oils here would be like melaleuca, also known as tea tree oil. That's the oil of energetic boundaries, and it's a really great one to to rub onto your solar plexus chakra, which is the space above your navel, below your belly button, Uh, especially if you're about to go interact with one of these people in your life, because we'll get to this, but they're not necessarily... 100% avoidable uh, if they are family members or, or if it's like a boss or something. So I want to give you the tools that allow you to arm yourself and allow you to protect your energy and stand back in your power instead of, again, succumbing to their tactics of manipulation or domination or victimization, etc. So, you can use oils here as well as visualization. So, you might put a bubble around you, visualize that bubble as you go into the brunch date with Monica. And then you might afterwards um, imagine yourself just washing away. And you could do this in the shower literally, wash away and like imagine in the shower all the water running down your body is also cleansing away any energy you've picked up from anybody that day. Now, ideally, there's not so much to cleanse because you put up the boundary before you enter that, that exchange, conversation, brunch date, whatever it is. But of course, it still helps to cleanse afterwards. So I love visualization of just washing away. And I'll often imagine myself putting these things into a basket out in front of me and then once it's the basket is full or I've emptied everything, else, everything I need to into that basket that, that I don't want to carry, that's not mine to carry, I imagine that basket like a wand waving over it and it being recycled. So we know energy can be created but not destroyed. And so that energy, we want to recycle it into something good and positive. So step two is really just cleansing, putting at the boundaries, using tools like sage, salt baths, oils, visualizations to support you in your life. The next thing is resilience. And this is interesting because say the vampire in your life is your boss and it's just a little more difficult or less easy to escape or to break up with this vampire in your life. And So what you can do is every time you have a tough interaction with this person, remind yourself of why you are temporarily tolerating this behavior. So for example, that might be in the boss-employee relationship that you are tolerating this person and their behavior in order to, you know, maybe you have one more month until you have the qual, you get the qualification to be able to transfer positions, for example. So there is a time and a place for resilience. Uh, in, in life in general, I typically am against like mustering up a fight and hustling through or pushing through anything. But if there's an end goal inside of, okay, I can tolerate this person, I can still put up my boundaries, I can still cleanse afterwards, but it's not as possible for me to just like run away and escape this person. That's where resilience comes in. And again, there is a time for saying no and walking away. And there's a time for saying, okay, that end goal is near and I can I can allow myself to do this in a protected way instead of a completely exposed energetic way for this amount of time. So this resi- this is considered resilience whereas allowing yourself to be treated this way simply out of fear of losing your job would not be resilience, right? So there's also a fine line between okay my boss is such an energy vampire. They expect me to do everything. Every time I go into their office, I feel like they're manipulating me and draining and sucking the life out of me. But I know that in a month, I'm going to have the qualifications I need to transfer. Okay, resilience versus, oh my gosh, my boss is all of these things. And when I uh, think about it, at the end of the day, I'm so afraid that I might lose my job that I'm, I don't stand up for myself or um, there's no end goal in sight. And that's just fear-based. So there is also, step four, a time to exit gracefully or sometimes not so gracefully. If I'm being really honest with you guys, sometimes you just have to get the fuck out of there. Because, energy vampires can cause you chronic stress that makes you physically ill and can lead to chronic illness, autoimmune issues, or flares. And in this case, it is important to remove yourself from the situation. There was an energy vampire in my life who was an ex-boyfriend, and I tried. I tried to exit gracefully, you guys. I I tried to lovingly say no. I tried to find him help. I tried to make sure there's other people in his life that he could depend on before I exited his life. And at the end of the day, it just wasn't graceful because he was not backing down. And I was still learning what boundaries meant in my life. And so I exited not so gratefully, gracefully, but that's okay. It's okay to exit a little messy, a little dirty, a little chaotic in order to protect yourself. And that's what happened to me in that situation was I just had to get out of there. I had to remove myself from the situation and I no longer cared whether I was graceful or not. I just needed to get out of a relationship that felt so manipulative and draining for me. Okay, so there's also a time to exit. Five, all about setting clearer boundaries. So let's say this person is a friend who you really do love, but this friend is just going through a tough time in her life, which is making her look to you for her vitality, for energetic support, and it feels draining for you. And you might not want to walk away from the friendship because again, you you love this person and you want to be their friend, so instead you set better boundaries around this friendship especially while she's going through this tough time in her life so you might look at it and this relates a lot to step 1 which is self-reflection and say okay 3 hours at dinner or 4 hours at dinner that's just really not working for me this does not feel good i leave just feeling like i don't i just got like energetically slapped <laughs> and so instead you might Next time she invites you to dinner, say, oh, you know what? I can't or I'm busy or whatever reason. I don't want to. You could just say I don't want to. But on Saturday morning, would you want to go to a a yoga class or a cycle class and grab a quick smoothie afterwards because that yoga class, cycle sack, cycle sack, cycle class is good for your, your body, let's say good for her body and her mindset, you're helping her get out of the house during this tough time. And then you can grab a smoothie afterwards, and you can have a short conversation, you can still spend time with her, you can do something that is bonding with her. And that allows you to not feel like you have to sit at dinner for three or four hours and listen to her maybe complain about her life. And so if you can brainstorm some creative ideas and figure out, okay, that's a yes for me, cycle and then smoothie, three hours of dinner is a no for me. And like, what are yeses and what are nos for you in this relationship? Because you do love this friend and you don't want to ditch this friend and you don't want to run away from this friend or gracefully or not so gracefully exit. You want to maintain this friendship for, for whatever reason. You still need to set clear boundaries around it so that you don't end up resenting this friendship in the future. Okay, six, releasing the need for this person to get it because they may never get it. And can you be okay with that? Can you realize that this might not be something that they're currently capable of of understanding the way that they're affecting you, of understanding their behavior, of understanding the manipulation of their behavior or the energetic suction of their behavior. And on your part, stop expecting them to apologize or change and instead change yourself by changing your expectations and by creating these clear boundaries and taking ownership over this part, your part in this relationship. Because there's... There's no energy vampires, again, if like we aren't involved. And so allow yourself to release this need for them to get it. And instead, control the things you can control. Because we it is it is illusion that we have control over any other person in our lives. And instead, we only have some control over ourselves and the things we go through. So with that teeny, tiny teeny, 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 tiny little piece of control we actually have in this world, can we change our expectations, change our behavior, change our yeses and our nos to align with our boundaries so that we don't walk in and constantly get hurt over and over and over again. This can happen a lot if your parent is an energetic vampire. And you walk in and you're like, oh my God, I need my mom to understand me. And I need her to get me. And I need her to say sorry. And I need her to do this. And I need her to do this. And I want her to be more sympathetic or empathetic. And it's like, actually, she's just not capable of this in this moment. And you cannot force her to be any certain way ever. And so what's going to help you protect your energy is releasing the expectation that she's going to apologize. And instead, creating boundaries around that relationship with her, and then maybe someday she will change. It's not that people can't change; people can change. But right now, my my message to you is to protect your energy so that you are not this wa- raw, walking, vulnerable, like heart that is bare, bearing herself to the world constantly because that's where you feel so drained, so exhausted, and like you you can't leave your house. Seven, which is, don't be afraid to say no. So this goes in with setting clear boundaries as well around like, do you want to go to dinner tonight? No, I don't want to go to dinner tonight. But we can go to cycle class on Saturday. So don't be afraid to say no. No, I can't hang out. No, I can't help you. No, I won't do that. And what this does when you when you declare no, is reclaims your free will and your power. Because no one has control over you. So you do not ever have to say yes. And you don't have to feel guilty for saying no. And no period is a complete sentence, my empath sister friends. No period. You do not have to always give an explanation, some reasoning on why. It can just be no. So let it be that simple and reclaim your free will, your decision making, and your power. Lastly, eight is to harness your own energy because it's so vibrant but how easily are you currently releasing it for others to use up? We have to protect our energy or our spoons if you have chronic illness and if you play into the games of the victim or the melodramatic person or the manipulator or the person who can do nothing wrong <laughs> by agreeing or reacting with a lot of emotion to their behaviors, and likely they're just trying to trigger you, so you're giving them the, the response they wanted, but when you, when you react with that, with that deep emotion back, it just gives them permission to do more of it. So harness your energy, use it in ways that feel good for you. Are you going to exert your energy into these relationships and on these people? Or are you going to take your energy and maybe use it in a way that serves your soul and is authentic and is beneficial to your health, your body, your relationships, your mindset, your well-being, your family, all, everything, all of the above. So overall, slow your roll. Protect your energy. Say no sometimes and cut these cords if you have to. Don't be afraid to exit not so gracefully if that's what you need to do and what is the highest good for you. Boundaries, 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 my friends. So ultimately, you come first. Your energy is sacred and it deserves to be protected. Your life force energy was never meant for anyone else but You, we all have our own. They do not need yours. They do not need yours. That is false. Everyone has their own. They can cultivate this, they can light it, it can grow, and it can expand within them. They do not need yours. So, put your foot down, empath friend. I know you can do it. When we all start taking ownership of of our part in these relationships, then we can really shift them and we can really truly reclaim our power. I would love to hear from you on what you learned in today's episode. You can tag me or DM me on social media at the underscore empowered underscore empath because I really would love to hear what you gained from this episode, if you had any light bulb, aha, or breakthrough moments, and how you might take some of these tools to integrate them into your life so that you are feeling like the empowered empath. And those energy vampires cannot F with you, sister. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. As a reminder, all podcast listeners have a special promo code, which is un-censored to use on my website, autoimmunetribecourses.com. And then you'll go to the Healing Vault, which is my brand new collection of trainings and resources to help you embody your most empowered self. With that code, you get $23 off, making this entire vault of over 40 different recordings, videos, nine and a half hours of content, just $88. This is really for the woman who keeps saying that she wants to put herself first, but her self-nourishment always gets pushed to the end of her to-do list. If that is you, friend, your healing starts here. This is for the woman who says, I don't have time for a live program or I need something now, like today, to help with these anxious feelings, to help her get grounded when life feels like it's stirring up and going crazy and spiraling out of control. The resources in this program are all listed at the bottom right underneath the payment button so you can see as well the exact things that you're going to get access to. There are meditations, guided tapping, yoga, as well as lessons, tutorials, and even an at-home retreat. So we go through things like your life path number and thymus tapping and how to cut cords, which is going to be especially helpful to everyone who resonated with today's episode, as well as yoga for empaths, tapping on self-doubt, tapping on stress relief. There is a meditation on chakra balance, balancing, on the moon cycles, on balancing energy, on clearing energy, of letting go of what no longer serves you, and so much more. Again, over 40 videos. Use the promo code UN-CENSORED for your $23 off today, and I will see you next time.